Broadcasting live from sunny South Florida and the best way to start your Saturday, this is KMA Talk Radio, life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Your KMA crew, the Italian scallion, Paul DeGracco, the man with the scoop, William Cooper, Alex the Goat Tavella, and always telling it like it is, Honest Abe DeBatna. I like to smoke them like some witch churches. Good morning to all our loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. Honest Abe here with KMA 503 Broadcasting from sunny South Florida. Here with the gang, the GOAT, William Cooper, and Paul DeGracco. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. You're a little quick on the jump there, Paul. What happened? Yeah, I don't know what happened. I was quick up. Yeah, yeah, usually, you know, kind of. I'm on my game. I'm in a I'm in a tiny house, so I uh, I feel uh, feel efficient. Well, the good news is it looks like my shit restarted. That's good. That's good. Also, you can join us from the computer. There we go. How's that? There we go. Much better. There we go. Yeah. Going on. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the best way to start your Saturday. <laughs> You're yeah. on your A game, Paul. Welcome to the 500th episode. <laughs> what happened? He, he put the I 500th episode back. Oh, fucking Paul. Hey, <laughs> I got to get on here. So, how's everybody doing this morning? We're doing. I'm doing. I'm tired, man. Show late. You look tired. Late. You slept like shit, didn't you? Well, yeah, you were up I slept late. like shit. I wasn't up that late, but then uh, then Marissa's phone, I guess she didn't put it on silent. And then when the closing reports came at like 2.30, her phone started dinging away. So, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> that woke me up. So, you know, once I get woken up, and it's at least another 45 minutes to get back. Gotta hate That's that me, happens. man. Yeah. I don't understand people that can wake up and go right back to sleep. I, mine's like an hour process. Yeah, man. Yeah, yep. So I, um, we're not staying at home, so we I have you know, in one guest room it's me and Eli, and in one guest room it's Steffi and Axel, and Eli last night at least three times sat up in the middle of the night, like sat straight up in the bed, and he was like, Dad, I'm like, what, what? He goes, Oh, okay, you're here, okay. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> then I get then it takes me another hour to get to sleep. You can't put them both in one room. I was just going to say that. Yeah, was it? We, were, we were doing that, and then Eli was waking Axel up at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning when he wakes up. It was just too much. So now, it, listen, man, it's not ideal. We really, like, in a dream world, we would have a place on Long Island, and we could stay there. Uh, but, you know, it is. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Jay's already, go- <laughs> Jay's already ripping. <laughs> um, but today, we're out east. Steffi's aunt uh, recently purchased a tiny house. It's it's like a real house, but it's like a bungalow. Yeah, what, what, what is it? Like tiny legit, house. A tiny, dude. It's like 
I can like show a, you. Like, like uh, what's, what are they called? Like an in-law suite? Yeah, let's just – this is the whole house. Ready? Here. And there. That's it. Now, she's got a pretty decent yard and stuff outside, but it's just her now. And she, she used to live in a big, massive house, and she's like, I don't need all that. So she got rid of all that stuff, and she has this tiny house. She's got her boat. She's got her cars, her stuff for work, and an outside area with chickens and a bunny on Long Island, which is a little weird. But, yeah, it's it's actually pretty efficient. I could see why this, this works for, you know, if it's just you. Alex, have you, you shared the show needs. anywhere? Of course. Two places? Uh, three places. Social? Ambassadors of the Leaf. I squash. And fanatic. Okay. I didn't do squatch. Yep. No worries. Just don't want double share in the same place. Eh, double share. Ben, Who cares? Ben, it's not it's not that much, but it right now it's yeah, probably nah, it's, close it's to six fifty, Ben. Yeah, it's six fifty. Yeah, yeah for sure. It if it is if it is twelve hundred square feet, I'd be surprised. It's gotta be under a thousand square feet. It's crazy, but it's great. She's redoing it. You know, she's pretty handy. So she's like redid all the cabinets and the bathroom and everything. It's nice. You don't rent an estate in the Hamptons? Right. (laughs) You know what? Six years ago, we could have. We have, you know, we have friends that own places out there and it's not, it wasn't that expensive. Now for, I mean, for nightly Airbnbs, I think you're talking over, over $1,200 for a night. Yeah. Paul, I remember though it was a bargain at one time to go to the Hamptons. Believe it or not, it was like even when I was a bargains. kid, Fire yeah, Island yeah. was the same thing. You could yeah. we would go to Fire Island when we were in high school, and we'd we'd go down there and spend a night. It would be like I don't know for a house you could get it for like three fifty, and and you know it was four or five guys would you know whatever you know pitch in and it wasn't expensive. Now it's it's ridiculous, man. As crazy as it is by us in Palm Beach, it is. I mean, you, there's. I've seen million dollar houses, million dollar shacks here. Literally, we in my old neighborhood where I grew up. Not, not like my early years. It is legit, basically the ghetto now. And there's houses over there that are selling for nine hundred thousand dollars, a million dollars, and they are dilapidated. So, it's crazy. Uh, I. I was curious about the show title this week, Alex. I mean, it's, in fact, it probably should have been saved for next week. Oh, yeah, probably. Well, so next <laughs> week I am unavailable. Would you, like, would you like to share the unavailable? Look, he's already grinning because he knows we're going <laughs> to He's already <laughs> in angst about it. Would Who's you like getting to married, Paul? Would you like to share? Oh, no, it's not for a wedding. I do have a wedding on Friday, though, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> and you're but going. that is not. That's not why we're here, but it's my my brother-in-law's best friend, and he's really he sends our kids gifts all the time, and we really like him and his fiance, so we're gonna go. But Saturday, we are doing like a Long Island party for Axel's birthday, so he gets two birthday parties. He gets one here at Chuck E. Cheese and one in Florida at the the uh, magic shop that I found. I found like this old school magic shop, which we're in love with the place now. You love uh, weddings, like you you know Coop when you were growing up like those little like crappy magic shops. Yeah, 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 I remember those. And, That's yeah. don't worry, Alex. We won't get an invitation. You really it's, love it's weddings. Children. You love weddings, don't you? I love weddings. hate weddings. That's you not true. Everyone that is not true because you, you are. A wedding you, you just said that Paul for a guy who hates weddings. If you actually hated weddings. 
to not go to your brother-in-law's best friend's wedding is the easiest not go there is. It's not even your brother-in-law's wedding. <laughs> it's not, wedding. though. It's not, though. It's your brother-in-law's he's like best friend. He's uncle. Like, he's, he gives them Christmas gifts and birthday gifts, and, like, we're close with them. So? And, so. and just so you know, we've turned down in the last six months, There, we've gotten four wedding invitations, and this is the only one we've accepted. Just throwing that out there. So we're slowing down. In the in the last what? In the last six or eight months, maybe year. I, I but we've I we've got four wedding invitations. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I've gotten six weddings invitation in the last six years. Yeah. I mean, how many people? Yeah, Paul. No, I mean, you're four in your wedding four, invitations. You're in four your wedding invitations, bro. How many people are still getting married? And friends well, of yours. First of all, how I, people I you just know? turned forty. I just turned forty. And a lot of people get married between 35 and 40. I don't okay. see it. I just I, still know, feel like four weddings invitation. I was to Matt Tobacco's wedding in Vegas. That was the last one I was to. You know, I and just I, realized, I think my daughter got married before that. Yeah. I just realized, because I, I, I didn't experience much of this, but I just realized when I moved to Florida, I was 26 years old and didn't know anybody really. I knew one person when I moved to Florida. So all my friends right. were the cigar shop guys and they were all like 50 or older. So I didn't, I haven't got bombarded with weddings since I moved to Florida. You didn't get really. in that phase. Yeah. No, at all. I mean, and Mitchell, Mitchell's wrong. I'm not the popular one. It's my wife. I don't, I don't have friends. Well, that we can all agree on. Yeah. But, but I never had this many weddings when I was younger. You yeah, have man. a lot of weddings. A lot of weddings. It's not like you got four in six months and it was an anomaly. You get four every six months. Well, yeah. we also have a big we have a big family. So Steffi has a big family. I have a big family. So <laughs> that's so I, true. And I'm Italian. And but here we go. True. But was this trip <laughs> to New York? Okay, so I got to ask this: the trip to New York. Yeah. Is this because of that wedding? Why you no. did this trip at this time? No, we. Okay. Was, so you know, we typically come up for the summer. But yeah, that's, <laughs> that was that's funny. not even Pardon funny. That's not even funny. Getting to the age. <laughs> no, we we wanted to come up for a week or two, and that's what we did. We're up for like sixteen days. We're not staying the whole summer. Smoking is the best magic shop. <laughs> All right, uh, might, might be time to update that avatar, Sean. Yeah, might be time, <laughs> might be time to update that avatar, Sean. Nothing wrong yeah, with that. Might avatar. be time for new. Nothing wrong with it, but I didn't know he doesn't wear it. He comes to our shop. It's a oh, little yeah. outdated. I mean, if you're still yeah. wearing one, that's fine. Coop, did you mask up at, at PCA? I didn't see. Not on up. There were parts I did when I when, when it was very crowded. with the parts I did, but uh, not as much this year as last year. Well, because you have to be careful. I I know. So I don't know if yeah, you like yeah. like when you fly, um, do you mask up? Oh, absolutely. You know, I wanted to mask up before there was even a thing as COVID, but I was too embarrassed to do it. Yeah, um, I always thought it, that. The, the Japanese always the Japanese and the, the Asian I, cultures I, I, always had it right. They always yes. wear masks. So this is not a COVID thing. It's just people coughing on you and stuff. Which you know, in reality, they'll still cough on you, right? If they're if they're eating or drinking, right? So I don't know if it's going to solve a lot, but I haven't gotten sick on a plane since since I started masking. Like usually, I come out with a cold or something. I haven't had that. Yeah, so. me too. Yeah. We stopped on planes a while ago. It's just it is what it is. But, I mean, but on the show floor this year, I didn't wear one. No, I mean, you're, you're smoking, you're talking. It's it's a little difficult. I can't yeah. on planes. That was the most brutal time having to fly with. Because you feel like you can't breathe, Abe. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, too, is, you know, most masks don't fit my fucking watermelon head. And then, <laughs> and then I thought, you know, I fall asleep 
and you know, you move and whatever, and the mask would keep sliding off, and she would mm. wake me up every time and like like I put threaten it up. me. I just, no, and threaten me like, like you need to keep the mask on. I'm like, damn, I'm sleeping. I, you I know, never understood what you do. I never understood the plane thing. I just, I mean, listen, planes have negative air pressure and HEPA filters. It's probably safer than breathing in outside. It's funny you say that because there was a study done about it that I read in one of the papers that was like this comprehensive study about how much cleaner the air is on a plane, on a plane? than yeah. basically anywhere else you go. Yeah. You know, negative, negative pressure and HEPA filters will get the job done. Right. But well, hey, man, if it, if it provides you. I think there's always been that myth, or I don't know if it's a myth, but I know people have always talked about that they get sick when they travel. And they always assume they're catching shit. On, on I get plane. sick when I travel, but I think it's I allergies to, yeah. like going back and forth. Like yeah. when I go back to Florida, I'll be I'll feel sick because my allergies will be kicking in. I really feel like that's what it is. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, here we go. Yeah, that's, he's not wrong. That's <laughs> That's I mean, I, it's if you if you fly in spirit, I guess that applies. Wow. Well, he was just talking about the air, Jay. Yeah, I mean, I agree with him. Even <sighs> listen, planes are disgusting. Even if you're sitting in first class, in all honesty, they're gross. This is this is so true right here, and I'd like to know why the fuck are airports the filthiest places on the planet? They really are. It's they just so many people out. passing through. Yeah. I don't, you I don't know. Many people. You got so many people in one spot. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Where were we just where there was a lot of people, but somebody was like always cleaning up the bathroom. The, the, the regular, I will die. I would probably get sepsis or some illness from not going before I would go in an airplane fucking regular stall. It is the most... Dis- no. I mean, how many times have you gone to an airplane stall because you really had to go and you're just opening one stall after the other? Oh. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. It's so disgusting. If I don't have time, and and I'll I'll be honest with you, like if you go to one of the club lounges or where, typically they're better. But even sometimes sometimes they're gross. Even sometimes they're gross. Have you noticed? And and everybody's in that Amex lounge now. I remember years ago, nobody was, you could go to the Amex lounge, get away from the crowd. Every time I go to that Amex lounge in either Fort Lauderdale or PBI, Palm Beach, they're packed. Okay, well, first off, how old that lounge is because that lounge wasn't always there. I only noticed it like two or three years ago, and it's like right right when you walk in, so you can easily walk right by it and miss it. So I think it took a while for people to figure out where it is, but um, because there's no other lounge in that airport, that's why there's not an Admirals Lounge. There's so that's gonna get jammed every time. Yeah, I feel like they used to be so kind of exclusive. Now everybody's in there. Well, well Amex branded their own. Amex branded their own is what they did. Right. So it used to be Amex. If you were a certain level of Amex, they would give you complimentary access to like the Admirals Club. Then they came up with their own lounges. And I think it just they just became more accessible. The, now there's a there's also a Delta Lounge in PBI though. There's two lounges. Is there a Delta Lounge? Yeah, yeah, there's Delta. a Delta Lounge. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's the airports are disgusting. Everything about them. And then I yep. see people with their kids crawl, like they have the babies crawling on the floor in the airport. And, ugh, oh God, I, gross! I, I don't know how anyone can sit on a floor in the airport. I mean, I know ugh. sometimes you get a seat, but I just would rather have my legs fall off standing than, than, than <laughs> sit in an airport. <laughs> no, it's and, it, and, it, 
airport urinals is one of the most disgusting places. The most impressive, oh. the most impressive public re- restroom ever that I've been into. Bucky's. 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 Oh, the best. You know, I don't know what well, the fuck. I, I will never forget. We were driving somewhere and my daughters had to go and I saw a Bucky's sign, you know, 20 minutes ahead. And I asked her, can you hold it for 20 minutes? My wife was livid. Like, you're going to make our daughter. I, I just asked her. She said, no problem. It was an emergency. And then we pulled up and it was this big fucking gas station. My wife. The best. Hoy, my wife looked at me and said, you are to bring her to a fucking gas station. <laughs> that dude, she was livid. Well, and listen, then they, man. Then they walked in and everybody was fucking elated. So, so I, I was doing, I don't know how it came up, but I was doing some reading on Bucky's. Number one, bathrooms are a big thing for them. Like, that's like one of their key sticking things. But like a department manager in one of them stores can make like $80,000 a year. Yeah. A, a, a general manager can make like two hundred. To manage really? in a bucket, yeah, man, yeah. So, but they expect you know bathrooms are this, you know. There's high expectations. You know that's, that's yep. Yeah, if you're paying people, yeah. you want it on point. I'm yeah. telling you, man, that fucking place. Yeah, is, I, um, I read bathrooms are one of those. They're stickler things, man. I think the the guy that started it in Texas was like obsessive about it for whatever reason, whether he had some bad experiences or whatnot. But look at this is this is the bathroom. I think this is the one in. Uh, it's just. I love that they have the private doors. You know, it's like a it's like a yeah, room big, you go the, into. The yeah. big door. It's not that. Yeah, but what's more impressive is behind the fucking doors. Yeah, it's clean. It's clean. Yeah, and there's that didn't do justice, but those bathrooms are huge. I mean, that looked small. Yeah. That bathroom. Bro, they're, they're, they're huge. Massive, those bathrooms. This yeah. is just one side of it. The other, the left of it right. is is um is urinals. Right. No. And the doors go go and go. I, dude, I, listen, Bucky's are the best, and and. When you're driving up, you see no 18 wheelers, no truck. They don't, they don't, they don't want it to become a truck stop, so they don't allow trucks there for some, for whatever reason. So the truckers don't get to utilize those gorgeously clean bathrooms. But yeah, my kids it's, love it. I've always been a bathroom stickler. Me too, Abe. If yeah, you go into a restaurant and the bathroom is gross, I'm not eating there. I've said it for years because that's the part the owner knows that everybody gets to see. And if they're okay with me seeing the bathroom looking like shit, what the <laughs> fuck is going on in the kitchen? Right. Yeah, that's always yeah. been my philosophy, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You know, though, have you ever have you ever eaten regularly at a place and never used the bathroom, and then and then the go in and realize that's happened? Uh, so yeah. there's a restaurant by us that I've I've been to the one in downtown West Palm, and I've used the restroom there. But there's a sushi place by us that I've never eaten at. Like, we've only gotten to go because it was always right by our house or, like, now I just drive there and pick it up. And it, the sushi is amazing. I went there the other day with my brother-in-law when he when they were with us for the month. And I had to use the restroom. And, and Axel was with us, so he had to go. So I brought him in, and I was like, oh, my God in heaven. Disgusting. What restaurant I was, is it? You want me to actually say the name? Yeah, who gives a fuck? Kabuki. I, you know, I'm not a fan of Kabuki. Oh, see, I like their I like their sashimi platters. All right, I'm not I'm not a fan. There, you, there's one right by where we where you used to live by us in Wellington. Yeah, that's where we go. We oh, go okay. You, you said by us. I don't consider that by you anymore. <laughs> You're like in bumblefuck Egypt now. <laughs> it's like five miles away from you, maybe six. He's but the, um, uh, yeah, oh, so the bathroom, the one, the one by by us is nasty. Disgusting. Not even just nasty. It was. I walked in, and this was not at peak time. It was before dinner. 
So it was a Friday, but it was at like, I don't know, 5.30, maybe a little bit before that. So it was not packed in there yet. But people were coming in as we were leaving with our takeout. We had a beer at the bar quick while we were waiting for our food. Dude, I was... What the hell was that? That's I don't my know. Phone. That was my phone. Oh. You know, Allison, this is so true. I got to tell you, one, one of my proudest moments, you could ask Alex, was at the Great Smoke this year when someone commented, posted about our bathrooms being one of the cleanest bathrooms you've ever been in. But most cigar shops are awful. Or I hate oh, if I go... I, I, I've been in a cigar shops and you go turn the <laughs> water on and the and no only one of the faucets works. No, the only one of them works. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, like they cut yeah. off the hot water. Or they didn't get a hot water heater. I don't know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean. Well, because they if they don't serve food, they don't they're not required to have hot water, are they? Who the fuck wants to wash your hands in cold water? I don't know. A lot of restaurants, make any, lot, not restaurants, make a lot use. of places are like that. Yeah. Uh, you got warm soapy water, man. That's what you need. I'll tell I'll tell you what, what's a pet peeve of mine, especially and I even sometimes the guys do it here, but a lot of them it got better. I hate when they just put the new toilet paper roll on the thing and don't on top. No, not even on top. Even if they put it in, but they don't start the roll. So right. poor guy, and is there taking a shit, and then I gotta like, you know, you yeah. wind, yeah, like wait, wind up wasting half half the roll because you gotta peel it. <laughs> now, you're gonna put a new one on. Take the second. I can't remember it. who it was, but we had an employee once who not only started the roll, but folded. They would to fold a it into a triangle. Yeah, oh, I don't remember who that was either. Yeah, our cleaning lady does that. I feel like I'm in a hotel when she comes. It's yeah, I, I don't know who that, I don't know yeah. who that was. I forget who that was too. We yeah. did. We did. That's obviously awesome, it's someone who's not here anymore. Obviously, <laughs> it's not being done because I, 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 I just I just had to rip the roll apart this morning. So, yeah. <laughs> at least it's there. I hate when they put like the extra roll, like unwrapped, just on top, especially in the ones that you guys have. Yeah, you have those big rolls, right? right. And they just sit, sit, sit on, on the rail or something. Uh, yeah. Disgusting, man! Now it's all, yeah. now that whole thing is destroyed. And God knows how many times that's rolled on the floor. Right, oh, yeah. rolled oh. on the floor. People. Oh. Touched it. It's probably soaking wet. Oh, gross. Yep. Uh, so, anyways, gross, what's what's with the Galaxian backdrop? Oh, here we go. Is that was that Perdomo sanctioned or what? No, it's not Perdomo. Well, technically, Perdomo sanctioning for the Coop Show, but I use it in good faith here. Um, <laughs> no, this was you know last night there was uh, another uh, bracketology tournament on our friends. Oh, over is that what we're on, calling it now? Bracketology. That's I don't a good know. term. I don't have a bet. Yeah, it's you, a good term. I like it. it name, yeah. I just didn't know if it was a legitimate term or he just made it up. I was impressed. Um, It, it was maybe both, right? <laughs> Somewhat legitimate. Uh, Yeah, and it was uh, – Alex did a great job on it last night. Also, Juan Cancel. Um, and they were trying to determine the best didn't video. Did Juan Cancel get banned from the dojo? He didn't get banned. He got booted off a show. This was his redemption show. Yeah, Juan? Got yes, he actually did a good job. But I, Juan is actually like a real deal gamer, and like really yeah. like you know he, talking about like it kept me off the streets and like Juan Juan's you know he's talked about that with me too. It re- that's not a joke. He really has. So uh, they missed out. They should have had Sokka on the panel. Sokka oh. apparently is a gamer too. We talked we about didn't that. Know. We, were doing we talked about broadcast. that before yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I I was you know it was. I don't know. It wasn't as the games that they had. I guess we were talking. I, I was talking to Alex. They really weren't. Some of them weren't from my generation. Or so let me generation. ask you something. Was it was it another? So here's my two questions for you two guys because you seem to be involved now multiple times. You know, I, I never get one of those shows, but um, you get the important stuff. Yeah. Um, 
So here's the thing. One, was it another disappointing bracket? And two is, is it possible to make a non-disappointing bracket even? Okay, so... I'm being honest, Paul, because it's so diverse. It's like, look... It's so subjective. Right, we have our tail of the tape. And, you know, our our season's going to start next week, and I've been doing a lot of research. It's it's literally impossible to pick 10. I'm having a hard time. It's just going to come down to a matter of who I didn't forget, you know? Because, like, every time I'm looking like, fuck, he's awesome too, and fuck, he's awesome too. So yeah. when you ha- and it's because it's so broad. Like I really think we should have done TV and then we should have done movie because TV and movie is too much. Plus, yeah. also my opinion is I think it's harder to do a TV tough guy than a movie tough guy because a movie tough guy's got to be a tough guy for a couple hours, but to have eight seasons of a guy who's continue continue a t- tough guy like perfect example Ray Donovan, like one of the all time tough guys in my book. But there were so many seasons and so many shit where he just became such a wuss. And fucked up, he won't make my list. It's, it's. I think it's a lot harder to make a TV tough guy than than uh, a trying movie trying to tough find guy. their bracket because I feel but like this bracket is going to tag. I mean, so my question is: Was it another disappointing one? And is it really possible not to make one? So no, everybody's listen, is it impossible not to, to? Yeah, you can't make a bracket that everybody's going to love. I feel like there was a couple. There was a couple. One there was there was one big flaw, but there was a couple of flaws. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's on my okay, list. He's on my so, list. So they decided to to bracket it out by console number one, which kind of really excludes you. So now you're looking at games that were only console exclusives for the most part. But we, then they had we kind of had to bend that rule because so if it only came out on Nintendo, it would be in the Nintendo bracket. But a lot of games don't work that way. If it only came out on Xbox, it would be in the Xbox. What were the four consoles? Uh, so it was Nintendo. Well, first they had arcade games was one was one bracket, which probably could have been its own show, like real, you know, booth. That's right. Right. That's what I think. Then they, they had been, yeah. then they had uh, Nintendo. Then they had PlayStation. And then they combined Sega and Xbox, which Sega and Xbox. And this is where the problem ran into. You kind of had to combine Sega and Xbox because neither one of them really had enough notable exclusive games to that console to make a good bracket. There was no but, Atari. Uh, there was no Atari or ColecoVision. No. See, I was no, they didn't, for they didn't go. They didn't go. Or television. No, or television. Yeah. What, what was was that ColecoVision? Which is the one that had the disc, the round disc? Yeah, that, I think oh. that was Coleco. Coleco. Was the, was that Coleco? Before my time. Jesus. So, so Juan and I's big gripe was was this, and I think it's legitimate. Okay, so we the decision was it wasn't going to be the actual game itself. It was like the franchise, you know, Super Mario. It was the whole, all the Super Mario games. Zelda was all the, you know, it wasn't just like Zelda 1 or Super Mario 2. But then they made the decision that Mario Kart warranted its own place in there and didn't fall under. Why? The young guys. That's, that's, yeah, well, well, that's what we nonsense. Mario Kart falls under Super Mario. Juan was protesting hard that last night. Too. Yes. Yeah. Juan was that. You got. Yeah. Juan well, was animated then, by the- then what happened? And I said at minimum, I said if you're going to do that, you should you should pair him up in the first round. Mario versus Mario. If you want to separate, get him. Get one. So I then, guess. then the guys that totally failed me. <laughs> and bumped Mario Kart first round. Mario Kart versus. How did Legend. Mario Kart go out first round? It was like the only game you know, I actually. Hardcore played on that list. No, it didn't it go went, up the first round. It, well, the first the round. But it beat The Legend of Zelda, which is absurd to me. 
Uh, I don't have the final. They didn't post the final bracket anywhere, but these. This is the original. Yeah, bracket. this was the list. Yeah, that was the original before the play-ins. We had some play-ins. Yeah. What were the well, play-ins? The play-ins are, play are here. These are the play-ins. Yeah, that's the play-in bracket. So to 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 for the fourth for the fourth seed in each one. So which which one won in each category? So in the arcade play-in round, Donkey Kong. Really? Donkey Kong, one. yeah, I know. I loved Rampage, I man. I loved I love Rampage it. too. That's what Rampage I even know. Good too. Yeah, Double Seven won in the in the Nintendo round, which is fair. Was, you know, it's a younger generation, but yeah, we played but, that a lot when I was younger. Yeah. yeah. In in the Sega Xbox round, Gears of War got in. Um, I don't even know those games. Yeah, the, a lot of those are newer games. I mean, The yeah. Witcher really should have got into me. Um, but you got to be newer to play. PlayStation and Crash in PlayStation, yeah, Crash Bandicoot got in, and 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 which was fair based on Crash Bandicoot was really only PlayStation's only mascot type. I, I, I mean, I, yeah. No, go ahead, Coop. I was just saying the, the exclusion of Mike Tyson's punch out didn't make any sense. To me. Well, they made the decision. They made the decision, and it was fair that you know we were going to leave out sports games. So I get it. I get it because, you know, I even said, look, oh, okay. you know, how, how do you leave like NHL 94 off the list? You know, the first where you, where you could bloody yeah, up Madden. and fight in hockey. So, yeah, they made a decision to leave out um, sports games. But I that's will just, say this. That's a respectable decision. Yeah, because you could do a whole okay. bracket. Uh, on, all right, on then, then, I can see that. then I can see that. Okay. Um, I can see that. Although, you know, I have my gripes about Zelda not making it. To me, it's the greatest game franchise ever. But. The the final I, I did did the final did come down to a, a good final. It, it, it was did, literally it the battle of good versus evil. It was Super Mario versus Grand Theft Auto in the final. Oh wow! You know, so it was yeah the bad guy and it was kind of funny. One were they differentiating it, you know? between Grand Theft Auto? Like I've played the newer versions. I hate them. I like the original Grand Theft. Well, no, Auto. it was just just Grand Theft Auto as a whole. So it's it encompasses everything. So yeah, Juan yeah. kept ranting on about you know Grand Theft Auto go kill a hooker and steal her $12 like that's what you can which is literally what you can do in Grand Theft Auto it's versus, what you do it's what, yeah, you, it's do. what you do I, yeah we didn't we didn't play the big arcade game right there right but sports game great 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 arcade oh, sports game okay you know golden I was pushing tees. golden tees yeah with the ball with the, with ball. the ball yeah you know I, I was pushing this, for I cruising USA I think this is the one I played is this the one where it's like Al Capone in Miami it's scarface. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like yeah, it's like my yeah. yeah that's the, Miami, it's the only yeah. GTA I ever played. Yeah. yeah, so I mean GTA's expanded wildly. You know, it's it's online is is huge. But um, yeah, I think the arcade bracket was really weak because they only went with four games. You know what I'm saying? Because Galaxia wasn't there. Galaxian should have been in the playing game at least. I said Cruising USA should have been in the playing. That should have been in as well. Yeah, I agree with you on that. You know, Defender, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan Defender of racing games unless you're sitting in the arcade I box. See, with, with I the see wheel a dilemma. The I see a dilemma in their bracketology so far is that they're just too broad. They really they're have to make a more narrower categories and you know just say that you know this is going to be what we're going to focus on in this division in this category. You know, which which could lead to longer ones. I mean, you could have literally done four different ones on arcade games throughout the right, course of, throughout right. the course of the year. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then for, what what is it called? First player shooting games or whatever. It's like you know, like first person can, shooters, FPS. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, because it was. Um... Do. But I think they like this because it drums up. Listen, it, oh, gets, yeah. it gets people talking about it. I was wait. I was gonna tag Abe when he first posted the brackets and be like, Abe Debabna is gonna have something to say about this. But I figured I'm not a real. I'm not a real gamer, gamer, gamer. So I. Yeah, I well, you're not that. a gamer by choice. You're not a gamer because yeah. you've said this multiple times when you know we're playing with. Like, you're not a gamer because you know you'll get sucked in. Right. Because yeah. you used to, when I first when I first met you, you were obsessed. Well, with Abe can get sucked game. into an iPad. Yeah, we've done it in World of Tanks, yeah. and so you know, a console yeah. is just dangerous. You know, I'll be out. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a console in my house either. Yeah, the last console I had was before we had kids, or maybe when they were still babies. My wife got a Wii. And, and and I started playing Mario. I had an Xbox before that, or maybe a PlayStation before. A PlayStation. That's when I was playing Grand Theft Auto. And then we got a Wii, and I started playing Mario Kart. And like for almost a year, I was playing it like twenty four hours a day. Like I came home, I'd be up all night playing it, playing everybody around the world or whatever. I did, I finally said, all right, this shit's got to go. It's just got to <laughs> go. That was the last console I had. But Alex has seen it. Like I played. Um, uh, Marvel Contest of Champions for at least a couple of years straight. Man. You know, I mean, like, like I would have to stop what I was doing in the middle of the day to go to the bathroom to make a couple moves and come back to work. I mean, just yeah, that, that was where you had a league and all. Yeah, I, yes, I remember we had wars. Yeah, so I, 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 I get to a point where I finally just say I gotta delete this game. We, we had a good run with World of Tanks too. World of Tanks was. I think we would have kept playing if it didn't keep updating, and then we just. Right. Like I even hopped on once in a blue moon, I just out of boredom. Yeah. It's like I can't even understand what the fuck's going on now. Yeah, but um, I'm shocked Call of Duty wasn't anywhere on that. I was shocked. Yeah, that that was yeah so I don't know what their I don't know what their um, justification was for Call of Duty, um, but they left it off, which I'm not really a fan of anyway. Um, so I was okay with that. It was uh, good when you had a bunch game. of It is a popular over. game, though. Very yeah. popular game, absolutely. Very, yeah. very popular game. So what ended up winning? Super Mario. So good, good triumph over evil. Super Mario. So the, the end result, you know, I can't argue with. Okay. The end result is respectable. Yeah. That, was, a, that was probably one of the better bracket wins you could you can yeah. argue yes. with. Yes, yes, yes. So now my curious, is it did Super Mario or Mario Kart win? No, Mario Kart lost to Super Mario, which yeah. makes no sense. That Colorado crew was, was pushing for Mario Kart. and then Pushing for Mario vote. Kart. Yeah. And then it went to the audience vote. And it was audience was overwhelmingly against it. So yes. those separating, much, you know, separating yeah. Mario Kart, you mean? From Super it, Mario. No. Yeah. So, it, so once Mario Kart beat out uh, Zelda, which is a travesty, and Super Mario beat out whatever whatever the play-in was. And so then in, in the second round, it was Super Mario versus Mario Kart. And they were pushing for Mario Kart hard. They were pushing for Juan and I were totally Super Mario. Jordan and, uh, and Eric were totally Mario how, Kart. I mean, as much as I like Mario Kart, how do you pick it over the rest of the franchise? Right. That was my point. And even the newer yeah. iterations of Mario Kart, it's, it's the same game. It's the same game. It's the same thing. You know, graphics are a little better. It's the same game. But it's it was the same phone. game when it came to Wii. Right. Like, right. It was the same game as N64. Sorry, yes. I needed more coffee. Yes. But but instead, it's, you know, it's like, you know, Mario Paul, Kart is the, or Mario Paul is had, the original. Paul had to walk four feet to get to the kitchen. Right. I, listen, man. <laughs> I see. I, listen, when my, when my wife leaves me, when my wife leaves me, I'm getting one of these. I like this. It's when efficient. Your wife, when your wife leaves you. Yeah, well, dude, I'll never leave her, but she'll she'll leave me someday. That's Once like, they all left, they were there before. The whole family. I was could there. have a whole show about this conversation right there. 
once I'm barren and I can't give her children anymore, she'll just be like, all right, this is this was a good run. Go you mean you guys are done? We've talked. We've talked wow. about possibly yeah, one he's, more. He's got to catch up to us. Does, she, does she want the girl? Yeah, she. I want a girl too, though. Like I, I see you with your daughters, and I see my my uh, brother-in-law yeah. with his daughter. I would be nice to have a girl. Well, my problem is my family doesn't make the males in my family. We don't make girls. We own. My sister was the first female born into the family in fifty years, yeah. and then after that, twenty years after that, my cousin was born into the family. There's been no girl since. We make a lot of boys in my family too. The fact that I went three for three with girls is insane. just random. Yeah, yeah I don't. We, I don't we think first, we'll have a girl if we try again. We had the Listen, first girl in our family in 20 years, actually. Brian, you know, Brian. for 10 grand, for 10 grand, you can almost like, well, it's probably more now, but for 10 grand, you could almost like get a 98% chance. How do you say it? How do you say it, Alex? Listen, say Mario man, or Mario? I, I, no, I'm an Italian from Philadelphia. I say Mario. Okay. It's not yeah. Mario. 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 Like him. It's Mario. me, Mario. Yeah, Mario. Mario, come on, Mario. Do you under do you do you? Is this weird of me to think like this? And it doesn't offend me, so don't like give me a hard time. But the the guy, so I've met the guy that created Mario. I I uh, I served him at Tiffany and Company and 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 uh, a couple of times when he came to America. And I was thinking, like, Italians are the only like people that it's okay to create a character like that and kind of make fun of, you know, it's, it's kind of like socially inappropriate if they did that with any uh, other. No, listen, listen, look, I said this last night, you know, I said this last night, Mario was the first character to unite the races. Okay. Mario was an Italian plumber who looked like a Mexican that was created by the <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> okay. Mario united the race. Absolutely, that was brilliant, brilliant, Alex. That was great. <laughs> was that was that original, or did you hear that from somebody? No, 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 it wasn't original. I've seen it, like I've seen it somewhere, but I like that. I just always thought about that. Like, man, this is if this was any other heritage, people would be like, "Whoa, whoa, slow it down, yeah, Mario." I see Mario. 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 I say Mario because that I really thought about. Well, it. but listen, okay, but I mean, it's uh, yeah, that's just. Oh, a, do, you say, uh, do you say do you say aunt? Me, you say I say aunt, aunt. right? Aunt, right? Aunt, aunt, aunt Mario. You know, that's kind of the same thing. Aunt. Aunt. I say aunt. You say, yeah, you aunt. say yeah, aunt. It's just you know, it's a different aunt. northeast. Aunt. 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 aunt Mary. So yeah, Paul, only ten k, and you can pretty much get her the girl. I see. How does that? It's a. It. What do they do? It's hormones. You, they separate the sperm. Huh. Yeah. Okay. He's contemplating it. Look at him. Oh. I'm not doing they that. It's like 98 percent from what I heard. I didn't know that that was actually an option yet. Wait, I, I've said that a bunch of times. So for market. ten grand, they could they, they can make a go. girl. So one of I don't want to say any names, but somebody I knew was going to be the last of their lineage, like the last. Uh, the dad had no brothers and sisters, and or and um, he had two girls, and they were contemplating going for a third and using this. And this is probably about fifteen years ago, so it's probably a lot more than ten grand now. But oh. um, yeah, at least 10, 15 years ago. And um, basically, I guess if I recall correctly, you know, they take your semen, they spin it to just get the one genre or as much of it as possible, and then they inseminate. Lady, you know, 
supposed to have like a 95, 98% chance. Huh. He would be the 2%. <laughs> yeah, good, 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 my luck. So he wanted a... He wanted a he boy. Wanted a, he wanted, he a, wanted boy. a boy. Because no one, the, the, now the, the family name has actually ended after a long line of generations. I mean, it's kind of... It's a little bit sad because they actually do have a long lineage. So. But yet, it ended. Oh, it did. He, they never did it. Huh. We we never found out our uh, the sex of the baby all four times. We were surprised all was, four times. That was 40 years ago. That's They probably couldn't tell no, you. No, I mean, we were just, when my daughter was born was just when it was starting where you could find out. I mean, they weren't doing these um, gender reveal party things, which I think are pretty cool, actually. I think they're fun. But they, that wasn't the thing. But you, you were able to find out um, in the 90s. So did you ever hear about my last child story? About why so, you had your last no, so we, we found out we, we we knew all three kids, the girls ahead of time. So yeah. we had made a decision. We had made a decision that we were gonna be surprised on the last one. Literally, like we didn't want to know we we're gonna do it the old-fashioned way. When he came out of the womb, the doctor was gonna shout out what it was. Okay. That's what we decided we were gonna do. Love it. So then my wife's sister-in-law moved to town i think she was living in orlando or atlanta at the time moved back here or whatever and you know wasn't around for the first three kids so she decided to throw this gender reveal party instead so now we were gonna know i really didn't have a problem with it i mean you know, one way or the other but this was a asher's pregnancy was probably the worst for my wife and i like i mean we actually lived in separate parts of the house for a few months it was just everything was a tormented argument you know and, and well i mean it was very scary for me too because we were just talking about this recently i mean we almost lost asher i mean my we, we had yeah we had a big scare my wife in the middle of the day just dropped a bunch of blood just while she was standing at the sink oh shit called me at work i mean she she called me on the way to the hospital saying we lost the baby oh um, no i didn't know yeah that. yeah i didn't know yeah that, yeah and um I, I forget what it's called, but he was literally what the, the thing that that attaches him to the food source, or whatever, was literally hanging on by a thread. So oh. she had to be really careful for the rest of the pregnancy. And um, I think we had a scare almost on every child except the uh, the middle girl, Zane. Petra, she ended up bleeding and spotted. And that was our first one. Zane, we had no issues. Zara, they thought that she had um, Downs, and we had to go get the big needle that goes right into Amniotic. the right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. to determine it. It was really funny because my daughter's got like a like a poke birthmark here. We always joke saying that's where the needle hit her <laughs> <laughs> when they went in. But yeah, so we almost lost Asher. And then um so I so the the sister-in-law, my sister-in-law has an envelope with the gender and they were gonna do a party and I, I don't know what set it off again but my wife and i got a big axe argument and she left we're going to gwen's house she's driving there so i, I got you know I, I she took the kids i got nothing to do i said you know what fuck it i'm gonna go to delray i think delray had a poker game that night i was just gonna go to the boys and play poker i'm not sure if you were even there i was uh, there i remember yeah, i remember what you gave out i remember yeah, what you gave out yeah yeah so i'm literally driving to delray and i know my wife said we're just i'm gonna go open up the envelope so now she didn't want to have the gender reveal party for a reason. So I'm on my way to Delray, and I see my phone ring from my wife. Now, now she's just left me pissed off. 
And there's no way this woman is calling me unless it's a boy. I, I mean, if that thing, if she opened up that envelope and it was a girl, they would have licked that shit right up, sealed it, <laughs> acted, like they, acted like they never knew. So I literally, that's a true story. I knew as soon as I saw the phone ring, we were having a boy. I answered the phone. She told me she had a boy. I got to Del Rey, bought a box of anniversarios, passed it out to everybody, and that, that's how I found out we were having a boy. You know, I, I still remember a funny funny story from that when we were at the, we were, we were at the poker table when you handed cigars out. And at the time, and I could say it now, he's not in the industry anymore. Do you remember Bowtie Ortega, Jose Ortega, Ashton yeah. Rep, was apprehensive about taking the Padron because it wasn't his brand? Because it wasn't his brand. He didn't want to, you know, yeah, he literally he was, was like, oh. <laughs> I, I do remember that. And he told him, are you fucking kidding me? I'm having a boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we never got our gender reveal party. We, I missed out on mine. It was in the, it was in the works. They're very creative, though. I'll say that. I, I kind of like when people post them. It's like, it is kind of creative. I mean, uh, just some of the ways they do it. No, it's a fun thing. But, you yeah, know, I'd yeah. never heard of one. I never heard of one eight, nine years ago. My wife's like, oh, she wants to do this. I'm like, all right. I think, I think my response was, or was something like this. Well, you know, we plan not to find out, but if that's something she wants to do, I'm okay with it. And that answer wasn't good enough. Like, it should have been like, awesome. And it became like, well, if you don't want to have it, I, I didn't say that. Then oh, it just man. became a whole ongoing. And then we were fighting over the name. So that was oh, a yeah. big That thing. I remember. Like, like, like. Like divorce style fighting over the name, because I wanted to name him Dargo. Yes, you did. I've wanted to name my first child Dargo when I thought Petra was going to be a boy. So I had this name Dargo, and and mind you, I talked about it every fucking birth, every child. <laughs> Dargo, Dargo's coming. Dargo, I kept you know Dargo, and this went on for three kids. Now I got a boy coming, and now she decides to tell me you ain't named him Dargo. I'm like, what the what? What I've been living this fantasy like for nine years, and now you want to tell me you won't let me? Where is that from? Is that that's like a from uh, the show Farscape? Farscape. Gary Brooks. Gary Brooks would know. Gary Brooks. I don't know. Abe, I don't know if I ever told you this, but Petra was was a finalist for my daughter's name. Uh, Oh no, I did not know. No, no. Now my we ended up using the boys' version for my son Peter actually later on. But but uh, yeah, yeah, it was we were. It was, we, it was very close. I think if we would have had another girl next, we would have probably used that name, yeah. But and yeah, how, how, old name. She, how, how old is she? 31. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a long time ago. I mean, now you actually will find the name here and there, but probably yeah. no one would yeah. hearing it. But we ended up using the boys' version of it. Peter, yeah, later on, yeah. Did, that come, did that come because you knew of the city, or did you just hear um, the name? I think we like the whole biblical reference to it, you know, because obviously it was kind of a female version of the name more. I think that we looked at it with it. And we huh. just kind of liked kind of t- maybe taking a, a biblical name, going with the female uh, interpretation of it. Oh, um, I-, I talked yeah. about you calling him Dargo forever. forever. I do remember you said, Alan's right. I think I remember hearing this on KMA now. Oh, I talked about Dargo forever. Dargo de Babno. What a fucking great name. It is a good name. <laughs> it well, is I a mean, good name. Is- that's all right. You squeezed it in anyway. There's actually got, there's, there's a the KMA moment. clip somewhere too. This is Asher Dargo, right? Uh, KMA yeah. Talk Radio. I mean, you, I don't you even know who said Asher Dargo. I think he might have said this I, is Dargo Dar- DeBabno. So Dargo's the middle name. So Dargo's the middle name, right? Asher Dargo DeBabno. That's yeah, that's why I knew the name sounded familiar. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got. And you no, know what's funny? That. Well, you know what's funny? 
after all the argument, all she finally conceded, like, if you want Needham Dargo, Needham Dargo. And then but I just couldn't, couldn't do, do that it. then. I couldn't do yeah. it, man. It was so it was such a brutal fight. And and actually I'd come up with Asher. So look, it's one of those things I tried to explain to my wife, right? I don't care what you name a kid. Eventually, psychologically, society just says that's the right name for him. Alex looks like a fucking Alex. Yeah, he, you're right. He couldn't be a Bob. He couldn't be a Steve. And how obscure is the name Abe, right? Right. When you look at me, you can't think of any other name. I mean, so it really doesn't matter. I tried to explain this, what we pick. That yeah. name, for whatever reason, will end up being the right name for him. It's just the way psychology and it works, I believe. But um... yeah, that's that's like you know, I, I got a little flack with with Carmine. Ah, oh, it's an old man. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm telling you, yeah. When it when it hits, it's well, same thing. Is. You know, it'll just grow. You know, and now I can't imagine Carmine as any other name, right? Than Carmine. Right. Yeah, I mean, and Asher really, Asher looks like an Asher. It fits in the end, right. you know. As much as, as much as I love, yeah, Dargo. they grow into it. It yeah, it becomes well, their identity. Absolutely, I know I a love. couple of Ashers now. Actually, yours was the first, but now in our in our neighborhood, there's there's two or three of them. But what's what's nice is every now and then he'll let it slip out, or he'll just say Dargo. I, I, yes, I, Keith. I, yes, Keith. I Dargo from Farscape. Yes. Dargo that's actually yeah. that's actually the correct. Oh, sorry, that's exactly the correct spelling. Dargo. This is a weird question from Tim. Is Brandy her real first name? No, her first name is Bernadette. Fuck yeah, Brandy's her first name. What the? Why, why, why wouldn't <laughs> that, that was good on the fly. <laughs> he came up Brandy's with Bernadette. Me too. Like really. <laughs> <laughs> Bernadette was good on the fly to throw out there, bro. I was like, really? I had no idea. I, yeah, I, mean, I believed it. I actually believed it. Yeah, I'm like, no shit. I can't believe I got you guys on that. Yeah, it's it. Oh, you did. Absolutely. Yeah, that was, that was great. Yeah, Rebus, too. <laughs> oh, man. That was funny. Oh, my God. That's, that's funny. That's like with, with Eli. Very few people know his full name. Like everybody Ugh. calls him Eli, but I, I'm the only one that calls him by his full name because I named him. It's Elias, but I, nobody, nobody, no one will ever call him Elias. Yeah. He'll he'll only be called Elias when he's in trouble with with either Steph oh. or his wife, future wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that'll or be it. Cool when they call his name on the roster, yeah. right? Yeah. They'll say Elias. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Many people That's say it. Elias. They yeah. say it wrong. I I use like, we had the thing like with the you know with the Fonz. Only certain people were allowed to call him Arthur. And then really my wife and my mom and the people call me William. Like they're the ones, you know, on a regular basis. I mean, sometimes people will reference my name, but I mean, did, my wife and mom will always call me William. Nobody calls you. Uh, nobody calls you Bill, though, right? There are some people that call me Bill. Yeah, I have been called Bill in my uh, my day job, um, but mostly it's Will. Okay, yeah, that's what I've yeah. seen. I've never known yeah, you but as I, Bill, there, you, you may hear people Will. refer to me as Bill in my day job, yeah. But I don't use it. That I don't use it. Yeah, if they call it. I don't really let it bother me. Yeah, my okay. my baby girl Zara, for whatever reason, she's kind of stopped doing it. It's almost a little bit sad. But when she was like, I'm talking maybe three, four, five, six, maybe she would call me Abraham, <laughs> and it was so fucking cute. I allowed it, and then the other kids would get pissed. Can I call you Abraham? I'm like, no, I'm dad. Well, why could she call? Ah, she gets to call me Abraham. And she literally would walk up and say, Abraham. And I just allowed it for the longest time, and she's kind of stopped doing it. 
But I, I, I wonder if eventually when my son starts hanging out with guys or whatever, if he'll be just become Ash. I could see that. I think I think he'll eventually become just Does Ash. anybody call him Ashy? Or no, like Brandy call him Ashy? No, but his sisters do call him Ashy Booty. Ashy Booty? <laughs> yeah. And he'd kill me if I said that, if he knew I said that. <laughs> yes. Because you, you know, you know, they have to lotion themselves up, otherwise they look very ashy. That's why there's like a fortune of lotion and cocoa butter in my house. Yeah. So he he doesn't use the lotion a lot. So his sisters all tease him and call him Ashy Booty and Oh, oh, because yeah, because he's literally right, ashy. Right, right. You know what, though? It's not my we have that problem too. I have that problem being Italian. Like, we my elbows will get literally get ashy if I don't use lotion. So, I, my kids they take a bath in lotion every day, they know they have to because yeah. it, it, they get very ashy. Yeah, so, I got so for me, I got oh, the yeah, worst. You, you, you got the darker the skin. I got it, I got but, it too. Uh, yeah. My aunt, my aunt gave me a remedy when I was in Jordan, and it was really funny because she just bought it up recently in Messenger. Like, have you done it yet? I'm like, fuck, I haven't, but I'll do it. She says, take a half a lemon because Asher's got these knees, and it's from him playing. He's on his right. fucking knees all the time, whatever. Um, she says, cut a lemon in half, put baking soda on the, the lemon, and rub it into the spot every day. She says, in two weeks, it'll all be gone. So That's I, I got funny it. that you say that. My aunt used to put lemon on her elbows and stuff. I tried it. I wonder if yeah. that is yeah. Sometimes they know. They... I'm gonna try it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get an update. We'll, we'll get an update. Yeah. Speaking of update, when we come back from the break, Ooh. I want to know an update if Master Sensei actually talked about the Shinesty or not. He said he was gonna give an update. I don't know if he got through or not, but we're gonna talk, we're gonna find out about that as soon as we come back from a short little break. We gotta take every everybody. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Keep it lit. Shit. Good, Good job, Paul. Good job, Paul. Go. Jesus. Here we go. Phenomenal. 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 My name is Rafael Nodal from Aging Room and Tabacalera USA. Since I was a little kid, I fell in love with a musical form called Sonata. There are many famous sonatas from fantastic composers and musicians like Beethoven, Liszt, Rasmaninov, Mozart, and I wanted to have my own sonata. So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua but I didn't write my sonata with musical terms. I composed my sonata with tobacco leaves. I team up with my great friend and tobacco master, Eje Fernandez, and together, together we created these blends. This cigar has subtle notes. It's not aggressive, it has some great flavor, some character, an amazing aroma. So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua, the land of volcanoes and lakes. Cheers. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
Tommy's Dean Greenwood, the GOAT, to tell you about Smokin's Cigar of the Month Club. Alex, tell our fans out there why our club is the best darn club out there. Absolutely. I'll tell you why. Because every month, I personally handpick five premium cigars. No filler, no fluff, no fugazi. These are all premium, handmade, name brands that you can find in any brick-and-mortar store in your area. All delivered to your door for $34.95. And our average monthly retail value since the inception of our club has been almost $57. Another great feature about our Cigar of the Month Club? Alex, tell them about the ease of our Cigar of the Month Club. I'll tell you, I hate subscription services. It's always a pain to cancel them, turn you know, turning them on. We've made it super simple. All you gotta do is log into your account. There's a little green button there. If it's green, you're active. You wanna take a break going out of town? Simply hit the button and you'll deactivate your membership. Wanna turn it back on? The exact same easy process. You can turn it right back on. We've made it that easy for you. Another great feature is our Double Down Club. Alex, tell me about the Double Down Club. We had so many of our members reach out to us, really enjoyed our selections every month. They wanted to know there was a way they can get two. And we've made that very simple. With a simple check mark, you can get double this great selections every month and save $10. Does our club have perks? Of course it has perks. You want to tell them about the perks? As a member of our club, every month there's a special discount code where if you like any of the selections, we will offer them to you so you want to come and get some more. You can get them at a special discounted rate for our Cigar of the Month Club members. And finally... Expedited shipping. Tell them how fast we get the stuff out, Alex. We get the stuff out on the 28th of every month. Our membership bills on the 28th, and we get every member's package out on the 28th if it's a shipping day. Five great reasons on what makes Smoking Cigar of the Month Club the best club out there. Check it out. Peace. Hey, I, uh, I really appreciate you doing the video with me. Thanks. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. I mean, you didn't let me get a word in, but whatever. What? Yeah, that was great. It's perfect. Welcome back, everybody. Hour two of KMA Talk Radio. Um, sitting here with the game, episode number 503. Uh, I want to, before we, well, we got to wait for Alex to get back, but I want to address this. Like, I know you're not new to the show, Dan, but I will... Once again, oh re- boy! I, I will reiterate this for any of the newcomers. Not everybody's like you, Dan, and has a couple cool places to hang out and socialize. So you know there are many people you could watch and get always one hundred percent pure cigar talk if that's what you want. It's never been our show. Our show is about grabbing a stick on a Saturday morning, lighting it up, and basically reenacting conversations that you would have in a lounge because not everybody has access to that kind of fun and interaction and i've heard what you guys talk about out there it's not always cigar talk we just let the talk go where it goes and we want to share a cigar every saturday morning with our friends all over the world i guess yeah so we like to that. we like to make it about what what people talk about in a cigar sean Correa, you're absolutely correct <laughs> yes <laughs> even managed to wash my hands got some time in if I, I didn't wash my hands, I'd have made it back in time. I got to What did Sean say? I missed it. Speed wiping for Alex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just posted. You need to, you need to convert to the Toto Nation, my man. I'm going to send you a link to the to what I got for my birthday. Did we talk what, about your, this? Your fucking bidet to clean your yeah, his toilet. It's amazing. I hate that I don't have one here in, in Long Island. I, I was thinking about buying one for my parents' house. Okay. 
It's a life changer. Life changer. Life changer. Speaking of life changers, did did the master talk about his shiny at all? So he did. He did. Oh, he he did. did. So, so, so. He not only was wearing during the show the shinesty, and he actually he brought his other pair on to kind of dissect it. And uh, he he said that he actually he enjoyed his shinesty. He likes the gravitational lift that it provides. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I, I got a comment on him. I'm telling you, you know, it's you don't realize it until you experience it. The difference of everything being held nicely and in the right place. You know? Boy, did you get Wonka's and Cell going last night? Oh, on that. What about the underwear? Oh, that was Wonka and Cell. Oh, was yeah. Like we kind of. Wonka couldn't even get it. He didn't understand, like, where the kit, you know, the, it holds he the did, kit. He didn't understand the caboodles, it exactly. Just the caboodles. <laughs> Listen to me. Women, women wear bras for their breasts. Right. Why would testicles. Someone brought that up last night, yeah. Why would testicles be any different? We go through these lives with these things swinging, banging, sitting on them accidentally. Sticking to our thigh, it just makes sense. And I'm telling you, the most wild thing about their system is, is that I really thought it'd be something you'd have to manipulate to get into the hammock. You just put them on. They just slide right in. Oh, when you put them that on. was that was a question I have for him. Yeah, when you put them on, it's like they catch them on the way up and they go in. Now, here's two more questions. One, do you have the one with the fly or without the fly? I I think I got the boxers that don't come with the fly. Okay. And then two, did you go from like regular boxers or, or did you go from like boxer briefs into these? No, I never, I've been wearing boxer briefs as long as I can remember. Okay, me too. And I feel like they're support, but now I'm, I, I have. No, they're, they, they don't, hard. they don't, they don't support like this. Believe me, you know, they don't. Because I, I, There's times where I literally like take my old boxer briefs and I would kind of try to cup them, you know, so I had some fabric. <laughs> In between my thighs and you know sack, you know. Listen, it's a joke. I'm just telling you. I, I, I gotta reach out to Eric to really get his feedback. But it, it it's a, a completely different feel. And and I'm telling you, you feel it most when you sit in a chair. You feel it most no. when you sit in a chair because they're out of the way. Yeah, you don't have to do that lift before you. Sit no, down. no. And I've gotten you blisters from sitting the wrong way for many hours or whatever. Yeah, they are just completely out of the way. You know what, Tim? Sometimes. Good, helpful information is never too much information, Tim. Especially life-changing information. <laughs> why, why not? Yeah, yeah. I'm a myself, and these are close. These are these are comparable to Tommy. Well, I know Sean and Dan are a big fan of this brand, and I have three pairs. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Tommy John guy. I, I have Tommy I, John because of the material. Okay, so Tommy John has better material, and their waistband is superior. They got the better. Actually, I'm wearing a Tommy John right now. Waistband is superior, but their front system. It doesn't work as well as the Shinesty. The Shinesty, you get much better feel from their hammocks. My problem is I find underwear that I like, and then I buy like 60 pairs of them. These are expensive. Like I, I weirdly, I had like this off brand called cool. Three from, from, from Costco. And I, I just love them. They're like the Tommy Johns, but they're, I don't know, cheaper or whatever, but. Now I'm going to have to try these, and then I'm going to be unsatisfied when I'm not wearing them. So I'm going to have to buy a crap ton of those. No, listen to me. I, I like my Tommy Johns, and I like the Shinesty. I just feel the Shinesty does a better job for what it's supposed to for do. For what you right. For what you right. Like. If you're looking for material and quality of fabric, I think the Tommy Johns. But they're also more expensive. Tommy yeah, Johns are more expensive? Yeah, they're yeah, like they're 10 bucks more a pair. Yeah. No. But, you know, yes. the Shinesty ones have bucks. a yes. Tommy Johns are like 40 bucks a pair. 
No, no, they're not. No, uh, the boxers not. are. They're not. They're boxer not. Briefs they're not are. that expensive. The boxer briefs are. I no. think they're thirty dollars. Yeah, for a three pack. Uh, I don't know. I gotta look it up. I mean, I do I spend that much? No, eighteen bucks. Eighteen bucks. Eighteen bucks a pair. Oh, some of them are more. Yeah, this. No, yeah, yeah. some are thirty-six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. almost. It's about ten dollars more a pair for equivalent. The regular, the regular basic Tommy Johns are a waste. You need the, you need to keep cool. No, I disagree. I disagree. I like the cotton. I think I got the athletic one that has like the three stripes on them. I really like that one perforation type material i like the material that keeps you cool that's the stuff i like because in florida swamp ass is a real problem swamp ass listen i felt it at the show i mean dojo made them up i think jojo put out the best content coverage of the whole pca show the little video they put of me talking to eric i don't know if you saw it oh it's hilarious but i was floating the whole show i felt good the whole show i felt the difference wearing them and that and that's an example of when you need that like that makes a huge difference when you're walking around there going especially going in and out outside when it's so hot there like i, I can see that man i listen the, i have two in a cart and, right now i'm just trying and to this guy wants to talk about too much inf- information yeah <laughs> yeah okay tim you're on a roll today when you wore yeah when i was 20 years old i used to go commando all the time too but mostly because i hadn't done laundry <laughs> this is so true man this is so true oh yeah like how many times you talk about shit and it just starts showing up everywhere you know, you know who blew up that brand though when uh when howard stern started talking about tommy john that brand blew up and they weren't even advertising with it. eventually they did they they still do but i think he had a big part in making that brand huge Oh, totally. This is this this is this is my biggest issue. This is why I love the system. I mean, look, I'm just gonna tell you something. If you're a guy out there listening, whether it's Tommy John's, Shinesty, whatever the fuck it is, if you haven't experienced some kind of quality ball, underwear, yes, I right, I'm, and, and ball support, you really don't know what you're missing. And like, like we said earlier, it just makes common sense. Women have bras to hold their you know breasts in place and support. Whatever. Why wouldn't we have something for our testicles? And you know, unless you experience it, you can keep laughing at me and make fun of me. But I'm telling you, life changer. I'm, I'm buying them today. I have two in a cart. I was trying to. I just wasn't gonna. I hadn't pulled the trigger, but I'll I'll do it today. And I always said Eric figured out to be an underoos guy before this. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you know what's funny is yeah. I totally see him as a tidy whitey guy. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, that's really, what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do see him as a tidy whitey guy. He's probably a boxer guy, but I totally see him as a tidy. Yeah, guy. I can see him as like I a regular with the Dojo Superman underoos. That's why I, think I, see. <laughs> I feel. I feel like Coop's a bo- like a regular boxer guy, not boxer. Oh, a boxer guy. guy. Yeah, I, I, I never that. understood boxers. It's like free balling. And it's yeah. literally no. It's they just ride no up. Every, they ride up everywhere for me. That's it's, my it's problem. Like, it's like wearing shorts with no underwear. That's what boxers are. I never yeah. understood that concept. But some kids do that too. That's you know, great. The hey, Shinesty, like Shine, Alexis, Shinesty actually has female uh, parts too. Female underwear. They do. Uh, they in, do. Case you gotta, in case you got to pull up your labia. I mean, I don't know what it is. But what's funny? What, what's funny? Hanging labia. You got to pull. Listen. Up. <laughs> listen <laughs> what's funny is is that um, 
Shinesty, well, Shinesty, I think, beats Tommy John's just in the humor aspect of it. Their, their underwears are hilarious. They got a lot of patterns. They got a, a lot, lot of patterns. Of, and shit. A lot of funny shit and whatever, and their, 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 like their the marketing is great. The but they got, they got matching his and hers. So you get the same pattern outfit for you and your wife, you know. So they you guys have fun. that? <laughs> there you go. That answers your question, Alex. There you go. <laughs> I have, I I have a couple that pairs is. of matching underwear with my wife. Is that weird? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely weird. fucking weird. One hundred percent weird. I have boxer briefs, and she has like you know women's under like a women's thong that's the same pattern. Somebody yeah, gave weird. it to us though. It wasn't. It was Somebody a, gave it, it to you? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's even, that's even <laughs> weirder. That's even weirder. <laughs> nah, they're, they're her girlfriend's. Oh, my God. Like that. That, that's the spelling be... for you, Alexis. Shinesty. Man, we got to get them as a sponsor. Right? I'm telling you, I, I know I sold at least a dozen pair of underwears. For, they, have for... a, they have an affiliate program, actually. I well, I took I took the dojo reel and I tagged them on it. I sent it to them, so we'll see. Okay, that was pretty funny, actually. All right, it's that time to test our musical acumen, everyone. Let's see how it's going. Are we going to switch this up next week, or it's next week, right? Yeah, yeah. When Rivers is back, so he can you because right. I you got to give him the info and load it. Yep, yep, yep. So we did a fun thing with the kids, uh, you know, end of summer thing with so this is what made me think about it we did a fun thing on thursday with the kids a little end of summer getaway we allowed them to invite their friends over so like i had like about a dozen kids in my house you know, the older ones and we played dunk tank karaoke so it's pretty cool you sit them up on the ledge each kid got three songs and you jam a song and then you pause it and they have to continue yeah, yeah, I've seen that people where they hold the chair by the pool. If, if, if they don't know it, there's someone who sits at the button and they just slam them in the dunk, dunk tank. <laughs> yeah, we put a bunch of bags of ice. It was kind of a fun afternoon. Wait, so but you have think... a dunk tank? We should do that. We should do we that. Rent, we rented a dunk tank. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. You can rent anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We rented a, you rented a dunk tank. Though I will tell you this, you know, we should have made all the kids shower before they got the dunk tank. Yeah. Dude. Hair product, whatever the uh, fuck I, they had their hair. That water it, started looking real murky. <laughs> real milky. It got milky yeah. fast. Holy cow. Yep, yep. But no, they actually had a lot of fun doing it. And then with it, we let other kids DJ for the other kids. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, Apple Music kind of makes it real easy because they have a lyric part. So they would just play a song, watch the lyrics on their screen, and then pause it, the music part, whenever they wanted. And if the kids knew the lyrics, they survived. There we go. Need to get my my affiliate money. That's right. <laughs> wait, yeah, Tom. Wait, wait till we set up the affiliate link. <laughs> we should call them. We should call them. See, they want to be a K-Mate. You should reach out to them, Paul. See, they want to be a K-Mate sponsor. I'll call them. Out. I'll call them. I have yeah. contact information from them. I found it the other day. Yeah, share the reel. You know, say our host has sold probably a, a bunch of underwear for you guys. See, yeah. see if we can get them a sponsor. <laughs> I think that would be epic if we can get Shanksy as a sponsor. Absolutely. We'll have Paul. We'll have Paul do commercials again, like the wine. Yes, coming out with their underwear. Oh yes. no! I have to yes. ask my wife's permission. Really? I don't know if she wants me to be in my underwear on in commercials. Uh, you were in a dress. What's, a, a, what's the difference between a pair of boxers and shorts? Yeah, I don't know. I I would just ask. You know, I want to make sure. Really? We're not going. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Are you being serious or sarcastic right now? 
No, he's being serious. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. <laughs> there's no little bit of both. You mean Hold on. Paul thinks we're going to have him lying shirtless in a bed. <laughs> you might. You might. I don't know. <laughs> and you feel you would feel the really feel the need to well, ask your wife to share this with the world. I don't know. You <laughs> <laughs> could film you doing the commercials, Paul. I mean, maybe that would be oh, a good thing. Oh my god. Oh, this is the best right here. Listen to this. <laughs> One time. It was for listen, a I'll, listen I'll if, Paul, if Paul won't do it, we know who will. Yeah, this guy for sure. Right, right here. Wait, not here. Wait. These, the comments are moving too fast. No, it's hard. Yeah, this guy for sure. <laughs> this we guy for will. sure. We'll throw him on. <laughs> If we could get them to do something with a cigar on them or, or even a smoke in or KMA uh, print, that'd be get cool. Get cigar industry personality oh, to do it. I, wonder, I haven't looked. I wonder if Shiesty would do a, a special print run. I'm sure they will. There are companies that do, but not with that pouch, you know? That'd oh, yeah. Cool. We could have a whole contest. This could be fun. If we could do a special print run, we could Wait, do a whole contest. add it into the summer of soccer and do soccer ones. No, so we already got so shut no. down. We already got shut down with bathroom. Oh, okay. I don't think they I don't think I don't think the powers that be oh, yeah. with, uh, underwear model pictures go. Oh, I'm just saying branding it, branding it soccer. Something oh. branding it with uh, King Squatch. King Squatch right down the middle. Yeah. There's an idea yeah. for next year. Yeah. Get your yeah. pair of shiny you underwear. Would, I'm telling you, you'll and people will go for it. It's soccer related. They'll go. For I it. like it. I like yeah. it. King Squatch, the legend of King Squatch, right down the middle. Legend of King Squatch, right there. I like it. I'm in. I got. We're gonna have to work on that. Shine, shine, Steve for business.com. Is it really? Oh, this will be a Monday morning project. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Yeah, they've done. Now. Yeah, Budweiser, White Castle, PlayStation, Hulu. They've done a lot of the big guys. I bet. Yeah. Come shine. on, let's. I bet you Shiny wouldn't care if we put a big cigar on there. No, Maybe right not. in the middle of the pouch. Like, bro, they got people doing 69 on their underwear. You really think they're going to care about a cigar? They've done bar stool, so it doesn't get much more fringed than, and yeah. Uh, that, that's a company I don't see is going to have a problem with it. But yeah, yeah definitely. Summer of Socket just keeps getting better and better next year. <laughs> He's right. got they have like a Kama Sutra pattern, actually. So I, I'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. have no issue. All right. That being said, it's time to see if we can name that jam bought to you by the fine folks over at Avo Cigars. Let's run it. So th this one, this one falls under for me again. At one, you know, of of one of the top fun songs. This version is actually a remake. I figure this is probably the more popular version that most people have heard. But I will give you extra credit if you can name the original artist as well. Oh man! All right, go ahead. Here we go. <laughs> 
Who got it in half a second? I, I, I think I got it. I got it. Is I think I got it. Slam dunk. There's a movie that has I, I got, and I got the original too, by the way. What I figured you, if anybody had the original, be you, Coop. Yeah. What do you got, Abe? Well, I, 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 I agree with Michael Zekovic. Something made me want to be when I grow up. Right. And, and yeah. David Lee Roth is not the original. David Lee Roth is not the original. Not the original. David. But this version that is David Lee Roth. Yep. Can, can anybody name David the original? Right. I, I figured do. that. Yep. It's someone just Keith. Keith. Good job, Keith. Yep. Take nice. it away, Paul. No, not Louis Armstrong. Oh, sorry. Life goes on without me because Anybody even know what David Lee Roth is up to? Who knows? He, Who knows? You know, he's been bouncing around, like, but, um, you know, he was, he, he kind of went back to Van Halen for a short time, and then, you know, right. when Eddie died, that kind of all fell apart. Uh, you know what? He really doesn't, he doesn't look that bad, really. He cut his hair now. He looks very different. Yeah, he's very short, short. Hair, right? He looks like Billy Idol a little bit. I was going to say, it looks like like Billy Idol or Sting almost. Yeah. yeah I can see Sting too. But I'm telling you, for a guy who probably abused himself most of his adult life, he doesn't really look that bad. Yeah. I was expecting a lot worse. Right, for those guys. The really guy was. thought he thought he was bigger than Van Halen, and he found yep. out he wasn't. Yep. Great, great, great performer, great stage presence. I think he was just got a little too big in the head when he thought he can go and do movies and stuff, and that didn't work. Movies. Yeah, that was yeah. he left Van Halen because he wanted to be a movie star. That was the whole oh, thing. I didn't know that. I thought he just wanted to do yeah. his own career. Well, that too, but he was like, I guess he was he had movies planned and stuff, and it, it just didn't it didn't work. <laughs> oh, that's funny. She sold the poo. I like this girl. Wow. I like this girl. Yeah, we did lose somebody recently. Yeah, yeah. A legend. A legend. A real legend, yeah. A legend. How old was he? 97. Old. God bless. Yeah. Yeah. God bless. It's a loss, but it's hard. It's a hard. One of the last of the crooners. Really one of the last of the crooners that was out there. I think he was starting to... In the last couple of years, he was really declining from what I, yeah. what I had read. Yeah. And, and was starting to, but up until up until the last couple of years, like COVID time, he would still like show up at places yep. and just, you know, sing a song and then go, just, you know, go back into the night. But he has a great story too. You know, Tony Bennett was not the singer in the family at first, it was his brother. And his brother was starting kind of a, a decent career here in New York at like lounges and clubs. And one night his brother was very, very ill. And the guy that was kind of like booking his brother said, I, I have nobody. You have to jump in. And that's how his career started. He, he filled in for his brother one day and sang and they loved him. And they started booking him all over the place. So he, he like wow. kind of fell into it. You know, a lot of people thought of him as a San Francisco guy because of the song. But, but Paul, he was a New York guy. Very yeah, much a New York guy. Oh, yeah, Tony, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Bennett was, you know, I mean, a 
mob act, really. Start yeah, his career, yeah. wound up, yeah. you know, indebted indebted to those guys for a while. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, Coop, he lived here. I mean, he always at least had a house here all of his life, right? Because yeah, he, he was. Still, I think he spent his whole life in New York. Yeah. We, I've gone, I've gone to like little venues, and that that would that was like a claim to fame. Like, oh, Tony Bennett showed up here at this little piano bar place and sang one night. Like they, he would do that quite frequently apparently like we'd just yeah. be out having dinner and then after dinner he'd jump into a place sing a song and leave yeah you know what you know what i just found out recently i don't know if i've been living in a cave or not i mean like sometimes i do and don't hear shit but i just found out recently what happened to bruce willis what do you oh, guys yeah. know yeah he's like dementia yeah. yeah he's like incapacitated like he's like gone yeah Right, I read up on it. it. Was so sad. I did. Yeah, not it's, it's been it's been long going too. Like he's just been fading away little by little. Yes, yeah. I mean they when they said he was retiring from acting, he was already in bad shape at that point. Yeah. Wow, that that yeah. was terrible. So. Did that? There's a potential tough guy, man. Oh yeah, Bruce Willis. Yeah. He listen. I'm telling you, I've been working on this list. I think I got like I, I'm just. What I what I like to do is like put people down on a list, and then I wean it down. But I'm already like at 21 guys. You know, <laughs> I mean, I got I got a huge list. But you know, that's when I started saying uh, saying that we should have separated TV from movie, because yeah, I mean, I got a huge list. Yeah, and it's it's um it's uh because I think TV tough guys are a lot harder to write in. I don't know if anybody right. There are I have two really yeah. good ones, I think. Yeah. Ray Donovan wouldn't fall for that shit. Or how did he not see that coming? You know, or when his daughter's boyfriend ratted him out and wore a wire. I mean, like it was obvious to everybody. His kids like asking weird questions. How do you not catch it being Ray Donovan? So when you take a character like that and you start making him stupid, I get pissed off. Yeah. Well, the duration time's a lot harder. But it'll be interesting to see. I'm having a hard time. Coop. Well, well, you are because of your genre you're trying to go with. I keep hearing that. I mean, I can't go back to normal now. You, wait, what, what did I miss? I actually turned off the volume. What did you say? I, I said, I'm having a hard time, and Coop said it's because of the genre that I'm stuck in, but I can't go back now and not do it. What, are you trying to do Disney Tough Guys? Yeah. For real? Yeah. I mean, this might be a good segue for you to get out of the Disney... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's content. There's content there. Donald Duck there is. is probably. Oh, but I'm uh, only sticking with. I'm only sticking. No, with not Duck. Donald Duck. It's it's Howard the Duck would be a tough guy. Is, he, is that Disney or Marvel? What's his name? Mm. Howard, Howard the, Duck. the Duck. Well, well Marvel guess, is Disney now. No, it's Disney that's now. True. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. True. Thanks that's to true. Bob Iger. Yeah, Charles Bronson. Filling his pockets with intellectual oh, Charles Bronson. It, it's really tough, man. But it's not the actor. We're go, we're going for the characters, right? Yeah, we're going for the characters, characters is what we said. Right. Yeah. So Charles has got a slew of them anyway. Yeah. So yeah, this, he really does. This is going to be a tough little category. It's going to be tough. Anyways, it's that time. Let's let's check with our man Coop and see what news. I mean, coming after the PCA show, I don't know how much material you got, but let's see what's going on. It's time to find out what's the scoop with Coop. What's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. Dan LeBeau, if you're there, man, here's your cigar talk. 
There you go, buddy. Yeah, it's, yeah. Com it's coming right. now. It's coming now, Dan. All right. So this is you're right. There isn't a lot of cigar news, so I'm disseminating stuff that I've seen at the trade show and kind of reporting on it. I'm doing some follow-ups with some companies, and I have a bunch of stuff this week. Um, we'll start with Mike Balza cigars, who I think had one of the under the radar shows this year. They had a really good show. And I'm going to start. Why do, you feel, why do you feel is under the radar? I didn't see a lot of cigar media covering them a lot. Do you think, do you think that's because the only guy you're really going to end up talk, talking to is Jose Ortega? Probably. And Jose is really accessible. He's also really busy at the show, too. He is accessible, but he's also like their head sales guy, too. I yeah. mean, I mean, and there's, a couple, they have a, couple, and there's a couple of other guys who are really good, though, there. And, and, well, he and is a great I, I interview, Joseph. by the way. He's a great interview. I always he is that. a great interview. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a, he, he is a great interview, but I think the excitement for a lot of these guys is I think Jose is pretty accessible. It'd be great to be able to get Papine and talk about something, or or yeah. Yanni or Jaime even, but it's yeah. tough. That we won't get a lot. Yeah, we presented them with Factory of the Year, and um, you know the, the Garcias did come out for that, but they most of them don't speak English. Jaime and and uh, Papine don't speak English, but there was a translator. Jose translated for us actually. <laughs> thank <laughs> Sean, thank you, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> I is All right. that was that booth their traditional booth? Because I thought their booth was really pretty, like really gorgeous. Um, I it, saw of it. What, they used to have a more elaborate booth, and then with uh, with a couple years ago after coming out of COVID, they went to a more open booth. Now they're starting to, like I say, build it back up again. It's not quite what it was a few years ago, but it was a very nice booth. I mean, it they have very classy. nice displays. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I I thought they had some great stuff this year, um, which really impressed me. And I'm, um, Alex, I sent you a picture. Also, I'm going to talk. I got about it up. You. Okay, perfect. I got okay. it. Up. Okay, so, so all right. So let me talk about uh first is a brand called Vegas Cubanas is getting a rebrand. I always like Vegas Cubanas. It was this milder offering in the uh my father portfolio and um had a very unique flavor to it and they're giving it a brand refresh and I think they tweaked the blend slightly. Uh they're gonna make it now the Don Pepin Garcia Green label. Uh and so it's gonna be Don Pepin uh Garcia Vegas Cubanas. And um, I thought they did a nice job with this. In fact, all the uh, people at the booth, they were adorned in green with this. Uh, they're keeping all the same sizes. The box counts are moving to 20-count boxes. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be the same Nicaraguan Puro blend. I think I said they did some tweaks, they said, to it. Um, but I, I thought this looked pretty nice. I, I think this I, – but I always liked Vegas Cubanas I, uh, as a brand. But uh, I think it's always another brand that they had. It kind of got lost sometimes. So I think maybe this will give it a little more uh, – little more buzz to it it didn't uh, look like a my father brand let's put it that way it didn't look like a my father yeah. brand with a problem exactly good way to put it yeah yeah uh i actually this this it always had this vanilla peppery taste this cigar which i, I just i love it i've smoked this cigar a lot over the years um but yeah it's coming it's gonna be regular production cigar and um uh you can definitely check that out that should be coming out this fall Very cool. all right all right uh so did did you did you were you impressed with the collaboration? Yeah, I wanted to put that there. one up. That was the one I sent Alex. Oh, oh, oh I didn't know that was part of Union. I, I oh. No, no, that's okay. Good, it's a good segue. Abe. It, there was no order really for this. So, um, and Abe, this is why I said there was not a lot of talk about this collaboration when I saw it. I'm a little yeah. surprised about it, actually, to be honest. With yeah, you. I was too. Um, so it's the 20th anniversary of my father and Tatawahe cigars. You know, obviously, there's there's close ties to both companies. Now they're 
now they're a family, so to speak, because, you know, uh, Pete's married to Yanni. Um, and they have a release coming out. It's called La Union. Um, and then you can see it, there's, there's actually going to be – this is – what you're looking here is, is this is what's called a black box, and on the left there's a red box. Um, but they're different blends that they have. One blend was blended by uh, the Garcias for Pete Johnson, and the other one was blended by Pete Johnson for the Garcias. So um, – and in the middle, in the middle is a perfect cut, I believe. Oh, it's like a perfect sure. cut. It's gorgeous. It, it really looks nice. Now, they don't have a release date for this one, but I think it's a next year release from everything I understood from talking to them. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and then that red box is going to have two different blends, a second set of blends that each blended for the other person. So, um, I, I, like I said, it's probably going to be pretty expensive. Uh, I don't know how many of those they made of those, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. That's, that's something I definitely want to see if I can get my hands on. Gonna, so, a couple questions. Is that only going to come out of my father? Are they doing the sole distribution on it? And will it only come? Will it only come as a set, or do you know if they have any intentions to sell each one separately eventually? I think they're going to try to sell the sets. That's what they've normally done with these humidors in the past. So yeah, I mean, I, I think especially you know, given that they're putting the cutter in there and everything, and and uh, hum I think that's an LE blue humidor on that as well. So my guess is they're definitely going to try to to sell that as the set, but you never know. Some people may like when they did. My father did a humidor release like about a year ago and or two years ago. It was the one that got halfway number one, and those were never intended to be broken up. And it's strictly come out of the, my father's side. It's coming. Yeah, this was it was not in the tattoo but it was from everything I understand. It's going right, to be right, ordered right. through through. Uh, it's going to be ordered through uh, my father. You know what I'm starting to see a trend on in the shows that I never really saw before? They're showing shit that's just not for sale. Yeah, this wasn't even on the order form when I saw it. You're right. It's yeah, not just them. It's I, I, I saw that more this year than anything. Oh, what's this? Oh, that's not for sale. It's something we're coming out with. Why the fuck show it? Well, um, that's, that's like at the auto you know, shows where they show a, a you know, a, a car. Okay, this is not an auto show where they're showing, you know, uh, what do you call them? Uh, concept cars. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck are you talking about, man? It, it's just really weird. And I'll tell you who, who I think is the worst about it is um, Alfonso. What's the name of the company called? Select uh, Tobacco. He showed shit last year that wasn't available last year, and it was still in their display this year, and they're still not selling it. He has a couple of brands that they had that they weren't uh, yet for sale. It's, it's like I, I, I to yeah, me, and like big humidors. I think it's been there for two shows. Has it been ashtrays? There's an Alfonso ashtray. I almost want to take out a display case. I like it. I wanted it last year. You still not this year. Yeah, I, still mean, not I remember Pepin who did this years ago. They used to have the baseball bat cigars, and they were never for sale. But they'd always showed them at the booths, from what I remember. Yeah, that's that's a, something he does. But I'm talking about brands. I saw a lot of things that were available that, that people just said, oh, well, that's, that's a project coming up. It just almost just needs something to show and throw something in there. But I, I just don't understand what, why show me something that you know nothing about and is, you don't plan on selling maybe for another year, year plus. Just it, it does keep people interested in the brand as far as a longer-term investment maybe. You know, okay, but, you know, like they like select the tobacco – they had a last year. They showed a cigar called Alfonso Grand Selection. That one did get released this year. They had another brand called Nelson, which 
they showed last year and they showed it this year and we don't know when it's getting released. Right? Yeah, yeah. Very, very strange trend. Yeah, yeah. What else you got going on? Um, so we got another uh, another My Father release. Uh, there's a couple releases for the Don Pimpin Garcia 20th anniversary. Um, first, there is what I would say is the traditional release, um, the which is the Don Pimpin Garcia 20th anniversary LE. Um, you can see that there. So that is um, a usually what they do with those uh, LEs is it's a six and a half by fifty Toro. It uses the Pelo de Oro tobacco. And that's what this case is. They're doing 5,000 boxes of this one, 3,900 for the U.S., 1,100 for international. Um, that's scheduled to come out like next month is from what I was told there. Um, but not going to be a cheap cigar. $40 is what that one's going to be. You want to hear something funny? Uh-huh. I sold five boxes of them while I was at the show placing the order. I believe it. True story. Yeah. There was actually somebody who shops with us that happened to be at the show doing other work. And he like, look, I, I, I'd like to get five boxes. Can I get them? Like, yeah. Let me go put my order in. <laughs> it was, it was kind of crazy. I never sold anything while I was ordering the product at the show. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. And then not to be outdone, uh, also there's a uh, another Don Pepin Garcia 20th anniversary. This is going to be a humidor set as well uh, with two different blends. Um, this is uh, The pricing's not set on this one yet, but this is an Ellie Blue humidor. And uh, that's probably going to be pretty pricey is what I'm, yep. I'm, I'm imagining with that one. So, so what's your take on wasting using an LEB humidor for packaging? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm I not like a huge – and by the way, only doing 75 of those humidors, so it's not like a lot, right? Oh, um, how, many, how, many of the, how many of the 20th anniversary are they doing? Uh, the 20th anniversary is 5,000 box of, of the regular boxes is 5,000 boxes. So there'll be enough of those, but they're different Wait. cigars. Those ones in the humidor. Okay. Wait, hold on. So I'm a little confused. What are you doing? 5,000 boxes of So there's two 20th anniversary like releases. First is the oh. box release. That's 5,000 boxes. The second and that box, is, is that the box that's got the two different ones in it or no? No, it's just no, no. That's the box. union. That's the union. Yeah. Okay. But no, that, but there's another, there's another 20th. The union is one thing. Then there's yeah. another 20th anniversary in yes. an LE Blue Humidor, which is a Blue Label yeah. one as well. Alex, I think it's in the link as well if you kind of look at that one. But, yeah. So yeah, there's, I mean, there's, there's several releases on. they're doing for the 20th anniversary. There's La Union, there's a 20th anniversary box, and then there's a 20th anniversary Humidor. That's the Union. That's the box. Right. Yep. And then there's a third one, which I was just talking about, which is the Humidor. You know, here's the problem when, when you do that. It it, 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 it it just forces somebody to buy a humidor that they may or may not want or need. And an Ellie Bule humidor is not. I think this, yeah, this is expensive. I think this is something like, oh, what, like what I'm it. trying to do with Fuente does, you know, because Fuente's done this stuff for years. There's a market for it. There's collectors for it. It gets them some buzz. But Paul, you're on you you're talking. Great, great for hoarders. I like that. Yeah. Comment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There it is. Here it is. Yep. I'm very so sensitive is, to that. I was just cleaning. There it is. Up. That's the third one. So that's the third thing for the 20th anniversary. I mean, it, 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 honest to, to me, it looks like they were sitting in an office and didn't know which way to go and just decided to do it. Let's just do both. Yeah. Let's just do both. Let's just do both. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I, I got to just give it to my fault. I love that their packaging is really at the top of the game. Right Gorgeous. Now. 
they're doing some gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's we sometimes don't think of them as the luxury brand, but they they really do make some great luxury brands. No, their products. stuff always looks nice. I I yeah, always they like really the way, do. and I like the cigars too, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even that green label looked nice. I mean, it did. I I thought it looked very nice. Color of the year. Yep. All right. I got a few more things to talk about outside of my father. So just let me know if we're running short of time. Uh, EP Corolla oh, got, got it. What? You got plenty of time. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, EP Carrillo uh, showcased a new size of the Inch Nicaragua, which is the cigar they're actually making at Placencia. And this is going to be 7 by 70 So if you're interested, you know, and, uh, you know, the Inch is the big ring gauge line. They've done some 70s in the Inch in the past, so they're doing another one this time um as well so uh you know for seven you know i think seven by 70 died out a bit compared to previous years but i think there's still some market for it so i can see why companies are still doing it and uh this is uh gonna be a 15 dollar and 50 cigar though it ain't gonna be cheap i don't know if it died out the six by 60 seven by 70s or just got diluted i think the six by 60 is there and i don't think it's going away i think the 70s maybe has gotten diluted I think the six by sixties got diluted, but you there's know, a lot of them. I, that's what I'm saying. So no one brand. I mean, there was like only yeah. one or two brands that are yeah. really killing it on six by sixty yeah. cigars. Now it's so diluted. No one brand is really carrying the weight. It's just it's spread across everybody now. Yeah, I mean, it's become a six by sixties almost become your staple size now of a line. The Gordo. I think, the third, I think it's the third biggest seller, probably behind Toro and Robusto. It could be. I don't. I don't know if that's for every retailer, but that's kind of what manufacturers seem to tell me. I mean, when I got in this industry, there were four key sizes: Toro, Robusto, Churchill, and Torpedo. That was it. I mean, you had to have those four. Yeah. We saw the major decline in Churchills, and yeah. over my career, and Torpedoes. You know. I think when people, because torpedoes traditionally always just cost a lot more, and half the time it's just a Toro with a pointed tip, and you're right. paying more. You're paying more right. literally for the part you're cutting off. Right. So yeah, I, I, I think psychologically consumers just say, "Why am I buying a torpedo?" Yeah, I mean the idea is you should try to get some of the tapering on the torpedo, but I think it's more reality what you say. But people just yeah. They just cut it off. They don't with want to be bothered with it. such a large ring gauge, it's bet I like the tapering on the torpedo better. Yeah. Yeah. Torpedoes are typically 50, 52, like a Toro. They're not that big of a ring gauge. I mean, literally, yeah. if you cut it to any point where you're getting at least a decent enough draw, you pretty much cut the slope. I mean, it's there's not that much slope really there. And I think people just realize, why am I paying an extra dollar or dollar $52 in some circumstances when the Toro is the same cigar, basically? Yep. Well. Yeah, no, just know, Alex and I won't be smoking any seventy ring gauge. That's why you know the hundred ring gauge that Aganarsa did is is got a torpedo tip, um, which I understand that. So, is that made to be smoked? Yes. I, I thought it, I thought that, it was just a novelty. Like this we sell a lot. We sell a lot of woodies. Woody sell? Yeah. We sell a lot of woodies, man. It's mind boggling. Huh. Yeah. But I smoked Asylum's 90, and it's the 90 is just too big. You can't, it's not a smoking experience. If they would have tapered that to a, like a 70, it would have been smokable, is what I'm saying. But, but yeah, it's just not really, uh, it's not really conducive. I just got to wonder are people smoking it because they're really enjoying it, or is it just a novelty of? That's what I think. 
Right. I'm, I think yeah. 70s, they probably, so I know some people who do enjoy 70s. Like some some people who just old school, like big ring-gauge smokers. But yeah, I think when you get into 90, it's a different story. It's a novelty. Yeah, yeah. I think you yeah, I got, I got, you know, they, I used to have a lot of digger guys. They wanted that LaFleur digger. Daniel Gary's letting us down on that one, man. We got we got to figure out whether he's going to put it together or not. Right. I found diggers in Vegas. Actually, at a store, I was pretty really? excited. Yeah, you can't find them anywhere, but yeah, I found them in uh, one store in Vegas. Yep, yep. <laughs> it was going to come up. Yeah. What else? Anything else? Oh, uh, so this was uh, this was one. I smoked this cigar yesterday. Uh, Room one hundred and one and Matt Booth are bringing back Johnny Tobacconot. And uh, that was a cigar that Matt had released back in 2015. It was one of the last releases he had before he kind of split from Davidoff. He's brought it back. It actually started coming back about a year ago. I think it was in some limited releases. But now it's come back as a full production thing. And it's a completely different blend than the original. And this was one of the surprises I had of the show. Um, I guess we'll count this as an STG release of the week, right? Uh, but this was a real Absolutely. surprise, and it, it's a Connecticut Shade cigar um, made by AJ. I was I was really impressed with this cigar, and I did a Zoom call with Matt yesterday because we didn't get a chance to interview him at PCA. We did a Zoom with him, and Matt was really – I mean, Matt, I could tell when he really likes one of his blends. He's really excited about this blend, Joe, and he should be. It's a very good blend that they did. Um, they're ordered. They're on the way. Yes. Um, yeah, 14th anniversary is the other one. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, good too. unlike unlike the last few years, um, they basically have told us they won't fulfill our full order. So this will be interesting this year. Yeah, these are the first releases, I guess, that were done now. With Matt kind of integrated STG. Now, I think these were projects Matt had already had. I mean, the anniversary series is already something he had launched. I think Johnny Tobacco, he had always planned on bringing back. So, but still, I was, like I said, I thought these were two of the better STG releases this year that came out of Room 101. No, but I mean, I just don't understand why after so many years of basically placing X in order for X, we got X. Now, all of a sudden, now it's like, yeah, we won't be able to fulfill that. We'll try to get yeah. you as much as we can. I'm like, yeah. That's what why? happens. Why? Uh, yeah. Never, never the words you want to hear as a retailer. Right? No, absolutely not. Never the words you want to hear as a retailer. Absolutely not. Yep. No. What else you got going on, Coop? Uh, Placentia. Oh, excuse me. Placentia. Um, they have <laughs> they have a new uh, release of the Coseca series, or the Coseca One Fifty One. This cigar, actually, we got to preview this cigar at the one of the seminars uh, prior to the trade show opening. Um, I believe they're going to be changing the bands a little on these two. I think these weren't the final bands, but this is kind of what the gist of it's going to be. Uh, so this is an old Honduran release uh, made from exclusively tobaccos from the harvest of their 151st uh, harvest, so to speak, or, or plot. So it's from their it's crops from 2016. And uh, like I said, it's going to be a uh, Honduran Puro. And they've done a few of these Cosecas already. They did a 146, a 149, and now they're doing the 151. They told us the 146, they're out of that tobacco, so now they're moving it to a 151. Oh. This smokes very similar to the 146 is what I'll say. So it's possible it's very similar tobaccos, but just from a different year. 
so to answer a couple of questions, I mean, our orders are always getting larger because our business is growing, but not larger to the point where it would affect anything like this. We're one out of 15, 2,000 accounts he has. Um, the only really reason I can think of, I don't know if 14th anniversary is the first anniversary edition to come out of STG. I'm not sure if he had last year's or in the works before, prior to that. So there could have been a yeah. production scheduling issue, you know, because um, there's really no reason considering in the past it hasn't been an issue other than the amount of production floor time that that brand was able to get. I don't know. I talked to Matt about it. He just said the production was way more limited and I didn't get a more diverse explanation. Yeah, I know the 13th last year was in the works already before the acquisition of Spinal. Yeah, so this is, this is probably the first one yeah. with a new production yeah. location, new production team, new production scheduling. That could have been the problem. Yeah, yeah. I know based on when they did the tents, which was the first, Matt was going to make this an He's arrived. Raphael, hello. Did you get any food yet? Come on, Raphael. you got to get to eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh so, could be, so, what do you got? What else? You got last, one more. Last thing. Last thing. This is not a PCA release. This came uh, from a company that didn't go to PCA. Davidoff uh, announced a new uh, size to the Xeno Nicaragua. It's a half Corona. Um, it's called a, uh, the half Corona pre-cut because it's going to have a pre-punch cigar on there. And uh, it's going to be a 4 by 44 cigar. It's going to be in these like little tin type boxes here. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know how Xeno Nicaragua does in stores. It's one of the most red brands on Cigar Coop because of the price point and everything. It, 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 when we bought it in, it sold well because of the price right, point. Of the, yeah, I, just, just, I just think, I mean, look, Zeno has been around since I first got in the, the business. Do you remember the little foil Zenos pre-cut? Oh, oh yeah. The black I forgot about those. I forgot about the, yeah. yeah, the black and the silver foil yeah. that were pre-cut, you know, opened up. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been around forever. They they keep trying to 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 keep it alive, obviously, the founder's name, right? I mean, they don't want to see the brand die. They tried to blow it up with the Scepter series and the Platinum. platinum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was mostly made for people, because you got to remember, out of all the shops in the country, Davidoff never really floats above. I mean, in my time, it was 200. It could be up to 250 now. Appointed merchants. So Platinum was a great sell if you were unable to be an appointed merchant for White Label. Right. Um, I just don't see Zeno translating to today's audience anymore, and I don't see it connecting. And it's really a shame. It is. I mean, I, I agree with you, and it's nothing against this this line, um, but I don't think it is a Zeno. Like I think of what we would you just talking about scepters and all that. That's Zeno is a very premium line. That um, like basically, if you weren't a point of merchant, you can get that line. You want me to tell you two words that'll jar some memories from you? Mm -hmm. Mutan Cadet. Ooh. Do you remember that? I do. That was the line. Yep. Zeno Mouton Cadet back in the day. This is before wow, the man. whole. This is before the whole scepter and see see if you can find an old box of Zeno Mouton Cadets. And I remember there was a point where we just we got rid of them all. They were just sitting on the shelf. I'm, this goes way. It's got to be going back over twenty years. So it's oh, like, it's close. Twenty. Yeah. 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 They. Uh, Mouton they had, Cadet. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at. Yeah, I remember these now. This is when you know you're old. They had the, the they had the, the gold the gold logo. It was it was it was the burgundy in a wooden box. Can you right, use, right. Is, is there even an image anywhere? Yeah, yeah if you Google if you Google it, yeah, there you are. There it is. Yeah, 
Mouton if you look at if you look at it, it, it kind of had a Davidoff like logo on it too. Yes, it was. yes, it just, yeah. That's yeah. what it was. It was just that burgundyish color, and you know they had different sizes of Mouton Cadet. But when the, the Zeno, when I first got into business, was a low end cigar. I think it was even partially machine made. It came in foil. That, I completely forgot about this. Yeah, it came in foil. It would open up like like a cigarette thing, and you pull the cigar out. It was pre cut, and then. The Mouton Cadet was their premium line of it before they got into the Scepter series and the Platinum yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, this was like, I think these were disconnected, discontinued like about 15 years ago, maybe more. Maybe more I'm shocked. Years. I'm shocked that they didn't try to bring it back as a back. predicate during all that hoopla. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dean, most of them didn't have the white band. I don't know what that edition was, but most of them did not have that secondary white band. I don't know what that was. Yeah. Wow, that's a blast from the past. I completely forgot about that brand. That's what I got this week. And there you have it. Uh, the Scoop with Coop. Keep up to date. Always check out cigar-coop.com. Always rumor and teaser-free news. Wow, that, that last segment talking about Mouton Cadet just made me feel old. When I said it and you had to think about it a little bit, Coop, I was like, oof. I, I, this is when I was first starting, I think, when these were like fading out of the market even, yeah. Yeah, oof, that's old. I, I, I don't yeah. know where I pulled that out of the memory banks, but that just came to mind when we were talking about Xenos. Yeah. Maybe because I remember having to close out about 40 boxes of them. <laughs> Get them out of the shop. <laughs> But even, oh, I, think they, I think they discontinued that to kind of rebrand Zeno back then. Now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it died, it died and then it went away for a while. And then they came back with the whole Scepter Platinum. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If anybody, if anybody doesn't know that Florida Copan factory is where a lot of the uh, Imperial brands are made. Yep. That is a blast from the past. You got to be old if you know good, that Good one. job with that. Yeah. Good job bringing that one up. All right, time to end our show as we do every Saturday. Time to find out from the fine folks at Gurkha Cigars. Would you rather? So this week's questions kind of bought up on a personal note all of a sudden in my household. All of, after many, many years of it not being an issue, and now that the kids are old enough to fuck with a thermostat, the house <laughs> temperature the house temperature is now like warfare in my house. Um, there is a constant battle of where it's being set at. And their end keeps going higher and higher on the spectrum. Right. Really? Oh, yeah, I'm catching my house now at 75. So I lived for years as a single guy, and even before we had kids, my house thermostat never moved off 70. It was always at 70, all year round. I mean, there's a story, because I used to have a Harley, and I lived in a complex, and I you know, I'd go, I was in my 20s. I'd come in 2, 3 in the morning, and I lived at the back of the complex, so I really would have to ride it in. But then to go up the walkway and into my back patio, I would kill the motor so I didn't wake up my immediate neighbors and just kind of post it in. And um, I came in late one morning and I happened to come out and my neighbor literally across the way. 
So like you know, my house was here, his house was here, and I would ride up and go to my house. I literally crossed the way I caught him. I'm like, I hope I didn't wake you coming up home last night, you know, whatever. And he's like, you know, the motorcycle doesn't stop us. But, you know, it'd be nice if you just turned off your AC once in a while. Because, like, there'd be these people that would have their windows open in nice weather, and you would just hear my fucking thing whirring 24-7 all year round. So, yeah. Listen, Preston, my wife's got it on her fucking phone now. She can change the temperature without even me looking to see anybody walk. I was just going to ask, do you have smart thermostats in your house? We do, but I got to get get on the program because they're beating me to it. They've now outsmarted me. me. Yeah, yeah, they outsmarted me on the thermostat. Me so, too. So here's my would you rather question. Would you rather live in a frigid climate like, say, Alaska and not have any heat? Now, you could create fires. You know, you could do something, but you won't have any heat. Or would you rather live, like, in a desert, hot climate like Las Vegas but not have air conditioning? Now, you could use fans. You could use fans, whatever, but you can't have any AC. Well, is it like Las Vegas or is it Las Vegas? Make it Las Vegas. Okay. Because it gets cool at night in Las Vegas, at least. Still, brutal during the day. I'll take the heat. I'll take the heat. I'm going Alaska. I I do not want – I don't like the cold. I don't want to deal with the cold. I will take the heat. Yeah, but but they do, but they don't. Like they gotta hide, you know, my ears. Yeah, I hate the cold. I I, now my house. Like, what is? Let me. uh, After that, I have a question. Well, why they think? What What is your ideal setting, Abe? At the house. Yeah. Seventy. Seventy. Always. Or seventy. I like it cooler if it were just my house is smaller. Yeah, but these smart thermostats, I don't know how to use them, and my wife's like, now that's how they beat me with (laughs) them. So Alan Rubin made makes a good comment, right? I'm totally would rather deal with the cold. Heat just me ruins me. Yeah. When I get hot, I I, I, I can't yeah. function. My body doesn't yeah. want to function. I, I lie down. I get overheated. Heat is brutal, and you can always yeah. bundle up and 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 and, yep. and I think deal with the cold better. But the fucking snow. That's the snow worst part. is no. snow's the worst. It, the cold it, isn't an issue. It's the snow. It's an easy decision if it's just heat and cold. Snow fucks it up for me because oh, shoveling and dealing with the slush and the sleep. Yeah, and the snow. cold, cold and wet is a bad mix. Yeah, yeah. But I've I had an air conditioner break in an Airbnb in Vegas once, and it is not fun. So, and I've had I've been placed where the heat didn't work, and I was able. So I've kind of dealt with it in each case, and they, none were great. But the 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 that heat thing in Vegas was bad. That's so true. I used to have this argument with my wife. I'm like, listen, you could put on a blanket, you could put on a hoodie, you can get warmer. But once I'm naked and I'm still hot, where the fuck else do I go from there? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, a, that's you true. Going to pool. Yeah. You know, you didn't have a pool when we were living together in a townhouse. Get the hose. So far, it looks like it looks like the cold is seems to be the more popular one. But I just thought that was What are we fucking building igloos, Dan Lemus? <laughs> Snow can be an insulator. <laughs> it can. He's right, but uh, you know it's it's funny, but yeah, yeah. it's the new thermostat war at the Babna household. Yeah. Wow. Who's who's changed? Like the kids? All of them. It used to be just me and my wife. Now Petra's messing with it. Zane, Zara. The only one who doesn't mess with is Asher because he can't reach it yet. Can't reach it. Right. Right. He probably right. can now. They sell lockboxes. You get a key for that, and then only somebody with the app can change it. 
<laughs> it's a survival situation. <laughs> so the kids are putting it higher? Yeah. I've come home now to finding it at 70. I mean, I would just be walking around the house. Like, Why the fuck is this house so hot? And I'll go look, and the fucking thing's on 75, 76, man. That's like yeah, summer for me. in there? That sounds awful. Yeah, it is crazy. awful. Maybe during the day I'll have mine at like 72, 73. But at night for sleep, we're at 70. And, and our AC is brand new, so it gets, I mean, it's 70 degrees. It gets cold. It's nice. But yeah, 75, 76. We have a friend, her grandparents keep their, their thermostat at 82 degrees. And they consider that air conditioning. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, this wraps up episode 503 of KMA Talk Radio. We hope you had fun with us this morning, entertained you a little. Hope you enjoyed a nice cigar while we bullshit for a couple hours. We will be back with episode 504 next week. Have a safe and good weekend. Until then, keep it lit. <laughs>